Hey, hey, Star Wars fans, it's Gary here from Spark of Rebellion, and we would love for you to listen to all of our brand new episodes when they land every single Saturday. Make sure you follow us on your podcast app of choice or pop over to sparkofrebellion.com forward slash listen. If you like the show and you want to support us, you can do that via our Patreon. Just head over to sparkofrebellion.com forward slash Patreon and come and join our other patrons. And thank you so much for your continued support. Now, may the force be with you and on to this week's Spark of Rebellion. Hello there. We would be honoured if you would join us. Hello there and welcome to Spark of Rebellion. This is your weekly Star Wars podcast. Hope you are keeping well and safe and that you're managing to do something Star Warsy with your week. It's been a cool one for Obi-Wan Kenobi yet again. That's another good one. I was going to do our review with Mark this week of Obi-Wan Kenobi and last week I completely forgot that he's on vacation this week. So it's another Gary solo show and we're running you through a little bit of news, some updates, what's going on within Star Wars Galaxy and finishing up on an interesting piece that I found over at Paste Magazine around the prequels and Obi-Wan etc. So I hope you're doing well. This is episode 158, another Star Wars week upon us. And yeah, I was hoping to do episodes one to four, a bit of a bit of a review. Uh, with old Mark, so he's enjoying some vacay time. He works hard, does our Mark. Uh, he's a grafter, is Mark. So based on that, and general life advice anyway, if you're going to work really hard, make sure you rest just as much. You don't want any burnout. Nobody wants that. So coming up in this week's episode, I've got uh, some merch news to go through as well. There's some cool, cool little Lego pieces and announcements that have landed, as well as some action figures. A little snippet from Kathleen Kennedy, which said should please most Star Wars fans that normally are critical of her. Um, The prequel piece uh, that I mentioned uh, from uh, pacemagazine.com. And uh, before we we dive into all of that stuff, I'm going to crack straight on. There is one story that uh, that has landed in the last week, uh, which is a bit of a, a... a bit of a shit one, if I'm being honest with you. I'm going to... Make sure I hit the marker's explicit button already on this one. But uh, yeah, why do some Star Wars fans do this? I've, it's mind-boggling to, to myself and Mark and many people. But once again, we've seen somebody who starred in Star Wars be the, the target and receive a bunch of uh, racist messages and abuse online, which is just so f- fucking tragic. It really is. So Moses Ingram... Uh, Reva from uh, the new Obi-Wan Kenobi show, who is absolutely banging on that show, by the way. Her character is so good, and she plays that character so well. For some bizarre, weird, unknown reason, some Star Wars fans, fans quote-unquote Star Wars fans, uh, have decided to take it upon themselves to just give her a bunch of shit online um, and leaning very heavily into uh, racial abuse and so on. So she herself has come out and put a message to say, look, you know, uh, you know, you guys are weird. You know, it's not like me just to lay down and take it. So I'm going to speak up Um, and essentially saying in a nutshell, you know, this is me. This is who I am. If you don't like it, 
you know, see you later. So fair play for that. And then also Lucasfilm have also tweeted out to say they're not happy about it, etc. But most importantly, I think Ewan McGregor has put a little video out, which speaks volumes to me, and I'm sure it does for lots of other Star Wars fans, that, uh, that yeah, um, you know, because that could have quite easily have been um, just a Ewan McGregor or one of his, one of Ewan McGregor's team uh, just on a keyboard, just typing out a message for somebody on Twitter or for everybody on Twitter uh, to see that stuff. And it wasn't. He actually took took to socials, recorded a video and essentially said, you know, if you're going to be that way, then in his mind, you're not a Star Wars fan. And we completely agree, 100% agree with uh, with that sentiment there. You know, if you're going to carry on like that and and treat people that way for absolutely no fucking reason at all, then you have no place in fandom, in Star Wars fandom. Uh, you certainly have no place here at Spark of Rebellion. We don't tolerate any of that stuff at all. Fortunately, we've never had to, um, you know, get involved or, you know, talk to anybody about that stuff. But, you know, before that even creeps up at the door, we're not, we don't tolerate that shit. So Moses Ingram, yeah, doesn't deserve that stuff. But fair play, she's, she's, it must be really, really hard for her, but she's just, she's strong. You can see that a mile off. She's strong, so um, she will get through this. And fair play to Ewan McGregor as well. It's uh, it's all good, and the people of Lucasfilm that are standing by her. It's um, it's great. So Star Wars fans, and I mean Star Wars fans properly, not the not the pretend Star Wars fans that think they're part of fan, but then carry on this way. That's not what we need. So Star Wars fans, um, you know, don't tolerate this from anybody. Don't uh, you know, you know, stick up for your friend and your neighbour or a complete stranger whoever it is it's you know anyone that's getting this stuff and uh that's what the force is about right that's why we're all here so you know we don't need that stuff so anyway wanted to get out of my system you know just report on that and uh hopefully we'll see the end of that rubbish and uh and everybody can just get on and move on and enjoy kenobi the tv show because we've got a few episodes left or a couple left so that was that fair play moses you carry on go right uh, kathleen kennedy she was in, uh, interviewed by Empire Magazine very recently, and she was she was being quizzed around uh, storytelling for Star Wars and um, you know, where there where that spark comes from. Whether it's uh, just somebody you know, just a TV or movie writer or both, just somewhere that just happens to start writing something, or if it comes from inspiration from another franchise or another film, whatever. And she said that the star wars video games have been a real a real great source of of not just inspiration for upcoming and new star wars things but also how that influences in canon i guess uh, some other star wars stories that are currently uh, in motion which is very cool so she went on to say it's funny the more i've got to know how games are written and that kind of persistent storytelling that goes on in a game environment where you're just constantly building upon a single story that's much closer to what star wars is she explained. And she was mainly directing that influence that um, things like Jedi Fallen Order, you know, as they cross over into live action a little bit. And because um, we know that the little BD droid that popped up in the Book of Boba Fett, uh, the Inquisitors, who first appeared in Star Wars Rebels, the TV show. Now they're playing a major role in the Obi-Wan Kenobi show. So she's kind of, uh, Mark would have loved talking about this, but um, she's talking about that interconnectivity between everything. Uh, which is very cool. And I think it's the first time that we've heard her say specifically about the video games being a part of that. I know she's mentioned off the cuff 
very lightly in interviews over the last few years around how she feels that certain writers work well together and they you know pull from various sources and it's different Star Wars stories and so on but this is the first time that I think anyway I could be wrong but first time that she's actually referenced specifically video games bringing something to the table in terms of a narrative and a story to be explored which is very cool and then she goes on to say that there's intention around bringing in elements from games because there's a huge investment by people in Star Wars along the way. We have fun identifying who carries forward and what we reference and the history. You always want to feel that there's a history behind everything that happens, that's happening, sorry, in Star Wars. So there's lots of conversation that goes around that. And that last bit is so cool. I mean, it would be a dream job to work within the story group or just be involved in that creative process at um, Lucasfilm to... uh, just to talk about um, different stories and characters from all different facets of the of the Star Wars galaxy and different mediums and so on. That must be so cool to do that. I mean, Mark and I are very, very fortunate and very lucky that we take a time out of our week just for an hour to talk about Star Wars. We get to do that. We're very lucky. But, you know, that's a whole nother level, being able to actually be paid to talk about you know, and come up creatively with, with Star Wars stuff. So that's very, very cool. And uh, yeah, fair play, Kathleen. It's, um, and like I said at the beginning in the intro, it should please a lot of fans who are normally very critical of her. Uh, this should be a good one because uh, some of the video games over the last decade have been really, really cool. And I'm I'm 99% sure that if there was an opportunity to dive into those a little bit more than they did, then that would have paid dividends to some characters and stories that we would have seen possibly in live action or or animation whatever but yeah Kathleen Kennedy acknowledging the games and their importance in terms of characters and narrative etc let's move on to some merch news now so this is coming from comicbook.com and I've seen this on a few other places as well if you've uh, if you guys want to grab your grab your pen and paper your pen and paper <laughs> if you guys want to make a note of this um uh, website address is yodasnews.com and rebelscum.com if you're after updates regular updates on brand new star wars toys and figures that are coming to market and early previews and just news in general about that stuff bookmark those two websites they're very very cool so i've seen this doing around but this uh this website comicbook.com had some good info on it so the um the action figures around the uh, this is the 3.75 inch um, retro collection, you know, the uh, the vintage line. Uh, they've added a bunch of figures from the Obi-Wan Kenobi show, which is very cool. So there's six in all, I believe. And uh, it consists of, obviously, Obi-Wan Kenobi himself in his brown, uh, disheveled-looking robe that we've seen in the show. There is Darth Vader. There is the Grand Inquisitor, the Fifth Brother, and the, uh, the very... Um, deadpan <laughs> uh droid that we saw in the last episode uh or the episode before the last one sorry uh called ned b um so yeah these look very cool and the the design and the packaging is as you would expect it's a it's a standard uh card back with the bubble uh plastic bubble on the front and some of the uh some of the illustrations that they've got on the card back are very very cool especially darth vader's one that looks awesome it's uh uh, it's essentially him 
uh, at dusk or, you know, night's just about to fall and he's just running to Obi-Wan on the desert from the program. It's just him with his lightsaber. It looks very, very cool. The Grand Inquisitor one looks very cool as well. And uh, actually, the, um, the, the Fifth Brother one looks pretty sweet as well. Uh, the only one that doesn't look very cool, <laughs> unfortunately, is the Obi-Wan Kenobi card back. The figure itself looks kind of cool, but it's an interesting choice for the card back design. So all the other card backs, I assume this could be relevant for collectors who are going to display these um, in the packaging. That's a really popular way to, as you will know, Star Wars listener, if you do this, uh, if you do these things yourselves, you will know that it's a very popular way to display your figures. You don't unbox them and put them on the shelf, although people do do that. But a lot of people keep them on the card back in the bubble seal and then they will stick that they'll hang it on hang it on their wall or they'll fix it to their wall in some shape or form and when you put all these together all of them apart from Obi-Wan Kenobi have got a fairly reasonably dark color scheme but the card back for for Obi-Wan just stands out like a sore thumb it's like really bright uh, turquoisey panel it's uh, I think when he's on I think it's episode 2 when he's moving through the town and he's you know trying to find Leia and so on and uh yeah, there's like a bright white pattern light and bright turquoise and stuff. It's okay in isolation, but, you know, putting these all together, it does stick out a little bit like a sore thumb. But the figure itself looks pretty sweet. So these will retail at the normal price, we believe, which is around uh, $39, $40, which works out to be around £29, £25, depending on the retailer here in the UK. And they can be pre-ordered right now, which is very cool. So, and they've, these are these ones have also got the the trend that they've been doing for the last couple of years now with the vintage line, where they put the big bright red retro collection sticker on the front, which I'm not too keen on. I'll be honest with you, I'm not a fan of that, but that's just something to bear in mind. That's on there as well. Uh, you want to turn this bit up if you're a if you're a fan of Lego. So, Mark and I, are big Lego fans, there's a, a couple of new sets that have been announced that you can pre-order them now from the Lego website or from places like Xavi and Amazon and so on. But there's uh, three new little sets from, again, from Obi-Wan Kenobi that have just been released. And um, one that landed just this week, which is the Obi-Wan versus Darth Vader, which looks very, very cool. It's like, um, it's almost like a, what's the best way to describe it? It's like a, a sequel to Revenge of the Sith in a way. It's, um, you know, it's Darth Vader duking it out with Obi-Wan with their lightsabers and so on. And yeah, it's it's got shades of um, of the Mustafar battle, which looks very cool. So that's up for pre-order now. That one's £45. It looks very cool. Um, there's also the uh, the Inquisitor Transport um, Scythe or Scythe, uh, which is the yeah, the ship or the Inquisitors knock about on, <laughs> I think is the best way to put it. Yeah, that looks very cool. That's 90 quid though. That's a bit of a, a bit of a, that's a, that's expensive for that actually. I'm just looking at the pictures now. It's not that big either. Hmm. I mean, it's a great looking ship, but hmm. 90 quid from Savvy. Anyway, last one is the, the Jedi Starfighter, Kenobi's uh, Starfighter from, um, from Avenger the Sith, it looks like. And uh, yeah, that looks kind of cool. Again, not too not too huge. It's relatively small, that one. And that's only 25 quid. So that seems to be priced about right for that size. I'm not sure on that. I'm not sure on the Inquisitor Transport Scythe, though. Skith. Scythe? Skith. I don't know. But yeah, 90 quid for that. Cool. They do look like very cool sets, though. So go and check them out. There'll be links to these in the show notes. 
you know, pop over there, see what you think, and grab yourself some Lego. And lastly, on the subject of Lego, this is a big one. <laughs> this is a big one. If you missed out on this before, or you've been saving for it, and you're not quite there, this might be just up your alley. So, you've seen for years now, the Ultimate Collector Set Imperial Star Destroyer. Big old beast. Big old beast of a set. Normally retails for around 650 quid, I would say. 600 pounds, something like that. Or 500, uh, I can't remember. It's quite, it's it's well over 500 quid, easy. John Lewis though, 20% off this price. Now this is really rare. So you hardly ever, ever see discounts on the UCS stuff. And this is a big old beast. So 4,784 pieces. It's one of the big ones. You'll know exactly. Um, click a link in the show note. Go and check this out. You'll know exactly the, the model I'm talking about because there's two or three variations on this one. This is the big one. The uh, the really big, huge one. It's the one where you, unless you've, you've thought ahead and think, right, where am I going to put this once I've built it? Oh shit, I haven't. Now I'm screwed. It's that one. So anyway, let, uh, John Lewis, that's a retailer here in the UK, they are selling it for 490 quid, 20% off, which again is still a, a hell of a lot of money, but that's a really good deal if you've been wanting this, this set for ages. So if one of your kids or your nephew or your other half or whatever has been banging on about this for bloody years and you've saved up a bit and you just think, right, I'm about 100 quid short, 75 quid short, whatever it is, John Lewis have got you covered. You can now pick it up. So go and do that. It's a wonderful set. It really is a wonderful set. And the last bit of merch news, actually, is there was a cool um, little announcement for some concept uh, prints, concept art prints that were launched, not as part of Star Wars Celebrations, but they were um, they were launched uh, at the all the retail stores and gift shops at Walt Disney World in Florida. Uh, as part of the 45th anniversary of Star Wars. And um, it retails for $45, which is about uh, £37, £36, I guess, British pounds. And it's basically, as it says on the tin, it's a, it's a concept art pack. It comes in a really nice uh, thick brown envelope uh, with the Star Wars 45 logo uh, braided into the envelope, which very cool. It looks very cool. And... Um, it comes in a nice big thick cellophane and and whatnot, um, and it consists of um, how many prints has this got in there? So I think there's like they're like um, widescreen letterbox sort of art prints, and um, yeah. Uh, oh, I see. Yeah. So it's got the original um, concept art by Ralph McQuarrie or one of the other designers at ILM or Lucasfilm, and then it's got the corresponding scene from the film as a as a pause shot, so you can see the comparison between the two. And it's got one, two, three, four of those. So the top one is the is our um, protagonists from A New Hope in the cockpit of the Falcon, uh, and then you've got the corresponding scene with that. So it's Chewie, Luke, Han. And Obi-Wan, this is just before they get drawn into the Death Star in A New Hope in the tractor beam. Uh, we've then got the opening shot from A New Hope where the Star Destroyer has just flown over overhead and it takes that that camera shot forever to get past. You know, the one that blew everybody's mind. Um, it's got that. Uh, the next one is Vader in his own sort of bespoke TIE Fighter shuttle. And then there's a scene where at the end where the X-Fills. The X-Fills? The X... The X uh, oh, God. The X-Wings. 
are sort of coming out of out of orbit from Yavin 4 and they're about to get in formation and so on. So yes, it's very cool. So normally Disney stuff, especially things that you would pick up at Disney World in their retail shops and so on, they can they can tend to be a little bit pricey, as we all know. Whereas this is not too bad. 45 bucks and they do look very cool. So uh, go and check those out if you're in Disney World. And if anybody wants to pick one up and send one our way, not going to stop you doing that either. But it does look very cool. So I'm not sure how long these are going to be away or be around for. It doesn't say it's like a, it doesn't say it's a limited edition or a limited run or, or anything like that. So yeah, and then to go along with this stuff, there's a there's a whole slew of uh, t-shirts and tops and loads of t-shirts. There's about ten different t-shirts, all with the new star wars 45 logo and i love that logo by the way if anyone's watched any early documentaries or read anything about the making of star wars a new hope from back in the day the logo was very different to what we see now so the early star wars concept art had a very early version of luke uh, when his name was luke Starkiller, and it's it's his little original concept art next to the numbers 45 and it's in the same font as the original star wars logo which is this very thin um, all caps font which looks extremely different to what we have nowadays so yeah, and there's some sweatshirts and some t-shirts and everything so yeah if you're about to nip over to disney world you're in luck for some of that merch so and as i said if you want to throw any our way you won't hear a complaint from us so lastly then this is the article that i found when i was doing a bit of research for news this week and this is from pastemagazine.com and the title is with obi-wan kenobi star wars has finally fully rehabilitated the prequels witness the power of this fully armed and operational nostalgia machine and i'm not going to read the whole article obviously it's not that long but uh, it's fairly long and there's nothing of real substance here but it just did hit home for me after watching the latest episode of um, the obi-wan kenobi tv show that the more we see of these things the more it really does the more it fleshes out our feelings and what actually happened in between all of those scenes and behind the scenes of those prequel films. And um, there was a, a few little bits in the article that essentially just say most of us as Star, as Star Wars fans over the years who went through that prequel era, whether you were a kid at the time or if you were an adult and went back and obviously wanted to see them and now you're just an older adult and stuff like that. Generally speaking, the conversation goes something like, yeah, that scene was cool, and that character was cool, and that bit was really cool. But, yeah, they're still not great, are they? And everybody sort of left it at that. I mean, we did... I remember Phantom back in the day, and there was a little bit of... Um, there was a little bit of uh, of prequel bashing going on for quite a while. But in in the mainstream, I think people just picked out little bits that they liked. Mostly liked episode three, and then, you know, just just threw the rest of it onto the into the trash compactor. So this article references that and then goes on to say that uh, all of the cool stuff that you see within Kenobi is just really a love letter to the prequel era itself and especially all of the storylines and, and all of the scenes that Obi-Wan uh, Ewan McGregor was involved in directly. But then... Um, uh, some of the other stuff that's now that's now pulled into Star Wars via way of other narrative and, and other mediums that are now, uh, in a way, being used to not just um, give us more insight into the prequels and, and that whole narrative, 
but also add some extra spice to that as well. So this is what Kathleen Kennedy was saying in that interview that I mentioned at the beginning where she's looking at the video games and seeing what they can do with plucking characters out of there and how they can interconnect things throughout Disney Plus and potentially movies and so on. The Obi-Wan show is essentially doing that already. It's doing that now. It's um, it, it's really taking the the core essence of what we did like about the prequels and just mashing that together with a healthy dose of nostalgia, plus some other cool stuff that we've seen in other areas of Star Wars, like the Inquisitors, etc. So what, what I mean by nostalgia is, I don't mean um, Obi-Wan's character now and Ewan McGregor, because, you know, he's aged now and he's, you know, the right age to play this at the time. I'm talking about things like seeing proper old school stormtroopers again and the way they talk and they're a crap shot, you know, like they've always been and just random quirky droids knocking around that we saw very much so in the uh, in the original trilogy and the prequels and um and obviously Vader, you know, Vader coming back and being voiced by James L Jones, you know, it's just a big it's just a nostalgia wallop when you see those things. Um but yeah, it's all the article essentially finishes up by saying, you know, all of these things are coming together nicely. Um to sort of round out the prequel stuff and also we can probably look forward to some other bits that are also going to connect within the prequels and and lean on that stuff as well so a very cool article here from pacemagazine.com there will be a link as to uh, as well as all the other things in this episode you can go and read that and check that out but yeah uh, mark and i have spoken many many times around the the way that the prequels have sort of marinated very nicely over the years and now they've come to really sort of you know take them out the bag a bit more and everybody's smelling that lovely that lovely dressing and dry rub and you know all that stuff that chefs talk about you know it's all coming to the fore now so which is which is beautiful to see it's very cool so that's all i've got for you for this week for episode 158 and i think i'm going to wrap there Thank you so much for coming back. If you've uh, been listening to our show for for a long old time now, it's great to have you back listening to me waffle on about Star Wars. If you've just found Spark of Rebellion, then it's great to have you here. Welcome aboard the Falcon. Uh, this is kind of a weird show if you've just joined us, literally. It's not normally me by myself. I'm normally joined by my co-host, Mark, but he's off enjoying some vacay time at the minute, but we will be back together next week, I'm pretty sure. I'm guessing we'll be back next week. You never can tell never can tell it's a busy old life but generally speaking mark and i do this together and uh you should be back next week uh, for episode 159 uh check out the show notes for the stuff that i've mentioned today especially if you want to pick up some of that lego uh, go and grab that and if you do manage to get that uh the imperial star destroyer the ucs version then let us know hit us up on the old twitter at rebellion underscore spark let us know what you think over there in the meantime, make sure that you are following or subscribing to this podcast on your fave podcast app so you won't miss an episode that goes out every single Saturday. We're on the socials too, Instagram and Twitter. Just go to sparkofrebellion.com forward slash Twitter and forward slash Instagram. That'll pop you straight over there. And if you like the show and you want to support us, we would absolutely love that. You can do that via our Patreon. Again, sparkofrebellion.com forward slash Patreon. You can jump on from a dollar upwards. There are various tiers there. And uh, we'd love to have you as a as a supporter. And uh, to our current patrons, 
to you guys that support us and have done for a while now we absolutely love you thank you so much for your continued support it's very very cool so thank you once again for that Rightio, I will leave you. So until next time and next week, please take care of yourselves, be nice to each other, and may the force be with you always.